I said, well, hell, I got it going on then. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Reload Podcast, where after, I think, a week-long hiatus, Dustin Ragusa and I are back at it, I being Kyle Boone. Uh, Dustin, what's going on? Just watching this Oklahoma State-Texas game that no yeah. one really cares about to hear me talk about because it'll be over by the time people hear this, but Pokes looking good right now. So far, so good. It's the... Uh... OSU versus Courtney Ramey Bowl, um, which is which is very interesting. I love that little subplot. Although I think Ramey will play like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, it is always interesting to see those like recruits that we were you know down to the wire with, and then playing against them the next year. I know. Yeah, and like I'm pretty sure Oklahoma State really thought that they were going to land Ramey. I know this is this is like way in the past, but Ramey was down to like Texas. He was down to Oklahoma State. Um, and then Louisville and then like going into his decision, everyone that I talked to was like, it's, it's either Oklahoma state or, or, or Texas. It was like 50, 50, like it could have gone either way. And Oklahoma state thought that, uh, that they had landed him and then turned out he, he had flipped last second to, to Texas. So yeah, not to rehash it, but that was a, that's a cool kind of what if, I mean that I don't think likely probably doesn't come to Oklahoma State if that doesn't happen yeah I thought he was going to Oklahoma State too that would have been a huge get but I mean likely's turned out to be just fine it looks like he'll be a pretty good player so yeah yeah oh Zion just bricked a three-pointer this is great I'm watching Duke play Wake Forest right now (laughs) everyone should just play zone against them so Zion has to shoot threes I know it'd be great (laughs) all right before we get to this week's podcast which is going to be a quick one we're going to bang out some recruiting stuff um, let's get to an ad read, and then we, uh, we've got some uh, recruiting slash running back slash uh, top final list, et cetera, to, to get to. So uh, you may have heard the news that there is a new tax bill in town, but do you know how it affects you? Uh, yeah, it's tax season. That's crazy to think about. Angel Johnston and Blasting Game does. They have a firm of 10 CPAs and 22 total employees. It's one of the largest in central Oklahoma. And they've been hard at work calculating how these changes will affect hardworking cowboys just like yourself. So feel free to give Cameron or Evan a call at 405-224-6363 or visit their website, ajb-cpas.com. So as you're gathering your uh, your tax end-of-year stuff for, uh, for April, uh, give Cameron or Evan a call if you have any questions about uh, the new tax bill and how it affects uh, you're filing for this year. Uh, so Ragu, we are, we're going to not bury the lead. We, all we want to talk about right now is Deandre glass, the four star running back from Katie, Texas. And normally we would, uh, we would put this later in the podcast because we want you to listen until the end. But the most important news is coming first. Uh, Deandre glass still is, is uncommitted at this point. He is expected to commit, I believe next week on ESPN at yes. one of the All American Bowls next uh, Monday. Yeah. So, <clears throat> have you? Question is, have you? Uh, have you told your boss you're not going to be in the office next Monday? <laughs> and uh, and what are you feeling about going into his decision? 
I'll probably just block out some time on my calendar <laughs> out of office. But Ragu's been at lunch for four hours. What's he doing? <laughs> but but in all seriousness, I we talked about it on the podcast that we did after uh, after the early signing period, and I still feel the same way. I think he's going to Oklahoma State. Yeah. Alabama signing two running backs. They still are going to have some guys returning from their current roster. Um, there's no space for him there. That was his favorite. I know Texas is going after him hard. I, it feels like Miami's backed off a little bit now that they've gotten that transfer running back from Auburn. And Oklahoma State was thought to be in the top one, two, three. So if Miami's backing off, Alabama's out of it, they've got to be either one or two. And I'm leaning towards Oklahoma State. I, yeah, I am too. And I've thought this for a while now, but I think it kind of sealed the deal uh, in the first signing day, which I guess is is kind of what he was was hoping for that some of the dust would settle and he he'd have more clarity on what the best situation is for him. It's pretty clearly Oklahoma State. Um, you mentioned Miami getting the the running back transfer from Auburn. Uh, Noah Kane, the the top one fifty kid from uh, from IMG Academy, ended up going to Penn State, um, which obviously rules Penn State out. I think Penn State was kind of a rumored destination or a, a program that was maybe interested in him. Um, Texas is maybe the wild card here, but uh, I think we all along probably thought Alabama was not the destination because they, they were expected to land Trey Sanders. They did land Trey Sanders, so they have two running backs in their class. The biggest development probably is, is not only Miami taking the transfer, but Mark Rick just up and retiring. Right. Um, so I think that throws probably a whole lot of his situation up in the air. And with the new coaching staff, they're probably recalibrating and deciding what they want to do. And uh, Glass doesn't appear to be in those in those plans. Now, I'm not saying Miami is totally out of the mix. But um, for Oklahoma State, I think that's probably the best case scenario just as far as you know Miami potentially being a factor here. I don't think they are anymore, and um, you know I think it'll probably come down to Oklahoma State and and maybe Texas. If Texas decides to make a late push and and decide, hey, we want to try and keep this kid home within the state, you know they have a lot of ties to Katy High School, um, and, and maybe do the Katy coaches a favor and say, hey, we're we're gonna take this kid as a as a kind of a late signee. Um, I could see that happening, but right now I think it's it's all Oklahoma State and. God, that would be so good for Oklahoma State. Just just after losing JD King, um, JD Justice Hill is going to the NFL. They're they're suddenly like really thin at running back uh, behind behind Chuba Hubbard. I think that's exactly what they need. A kid like like uh, DeAndre Glass, four star kid who who comes in as a four year player, potential three year player, and has a really nice pedigree as a as a recruit. Well, the the thing is, it it's you know, a positive situation for both Oklahoma State and for him. Yeah. Like we're talking about Alabama. They won't have any room. He won't see the field. Definitely not next year. And so or he'll have to compete heavily with a bunch of other talented players for a spot. Oklahoma State, like you said, Justice Hill going to the pros, JD King transferring. They've got some room, some playing time available. I don't think, and I know we've talked about this off air. I think LD Brown is a very talented player. Yeah. I don't think he's a number two back. Yeah, I think I think he's a number three. I think he's a change of pace guy. Somebody needs a blow. I think he needs to see the field. He's a good return man. But DeAndre Glass could come in 
as a true freshman and take that number two spot behind Chuba Hubbard. I agree. See the field quite a bit and make, I think he would make a huge impact for the Pokes because if you've watched any of his film, seen him play at all, the dude can do it all. He's a bigger guy like JD King. He's got some size, some muscle to him, but he's got agility, quickness, flat out top speed. He can really do it all. So, um, it would be a huge get. It would make everyone feel, I think, a lot more positive about this signing class. Yep, it'd be I, it'd be three, four stars, right? Yeah, and I yeah. I believe it would. It should move them up a spot in the Big Twelve rankings. It did last time I looked at the class calculator. Yeah, there's there's uh, six right seven. now. Yeah, I think it would knock them up to five and probably bump them up five or six spots in the national rankings. And you know, obviously, that's not the only thing you should think about because this guy is just in general. A really talented player no matter what the stars are next to him you can just watch his film and see that yeah agreed agreed and I, I to add to that point about ld brown um i really think that the the kid that they're taking in this class currently that's already committed and signed desmond jackson the kid out of uh hutchinson community college i think has a has a chance to potentially uh take that number two spot like right away i mean he's six foot yeah. 220 pounds um chuba is I think a lot of people are maybe have a misconception about Chuba as like a you know he's a scat back he's a speedster but Chuba can run between the tackles he's 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 proven that he can take some blows going you know taking taking the ball and running it up the field and instead of just going outside the tackles and and showing off his speed but I do think Desmond would be like the perfect ideal complement to him um, LD Brown I think is like. I, we already talked about, but I think he's the number three guy in an ideal scenario. Um, put, I mean, put the guy in the slot and just throw him the ball every once in a while or something. He he has a lot of speed and and slot is kind of thin. Um, yeah, that would be kind of an interesting way to utilize him too. But yeah, I'm all in on uh, on DeAndre Glass. I think he could be. Um, I think he would play right away. I don't know where Jamal Jeter fits in all this either. Yeah. It- <clears throat> He was a really talented player coming out of high school. Yeah. Just haven't really got to see him, so don't really know what he's capable of at this point. I guess that's kind of the same point with Glass, really just looking at his high school tapes. Right. But we'll see. It, if he comes, it makes it you know interesting. Like you said, Jackson, who I'm really high on, I, I wrote about him after he mm-hmm. committed, and I think he's a really talented player. I know sometimes those JUCO guys take a year to kind of fit into the system, and then they really only get one year of real production. But – I don't think that's going to be the case with him. I think he's going to come in right away and make an impact, like you said. Yeah. So you've got Jeter, potentially Glass, Jackson, and Brown all fighting for a spot when, you know, a few weeks back it looked kind of doom and gloom at the running back spot before they had Jackson when Glass said Alabama was his number one. So I think things are looking up, and I, I don't want to get everybody's hopes up, but I'm pretty positive Glass is going to pick Oklahoma State. Yeah, I do too. Uh, which which would be a, a great development because uh, without Glass, I feel like there there's kind of some question marks. Like I don't really know where Jamil Jeter fits in all this. I don't know if LD is is equipped to be a number two. Um, but if they get you know, obviously they have Chuba coming back. They have Desmond Jackson. They have Jamil Jeter. They have LD Brown. Um, I feel like there's a pretty healthy balance where there's going to be enough competition. One of those guys is for sure going to step up and solidify uh, that number two spot with uh, with some confidence, I think. So I feel good about the position overall, and uh, I feel a lot better about my glass-to-OSU pick 
now than I did <laughs> a few weeks ago just because of, of everything that's shaken out, which more to the point that's uh, good on OSU for sticking with it because there was some weeks there where it, it definitely looked like he was trying to get someone to um, not take the bait, but you know take a chance on him and say, hey, we want you. We're a blue blood, blue blood program. And uh, we think your talents will fit here. I, I obviously think he's a pretty solid four star, but apparently some programs have decided that uh, they're going to stick with what they got. So I think it's going to pay for OSU, pay o, pay pay off for OSU um, in the end. Just the fact that they have stuck with him this whole time, despite uh, clearly it, it wasn't his favorite spot from the jump. But I, I think it's where he's, he's ultimately going to end up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, so, th- so that leaves us assuming that glass is the final commitment for this 2019 class or the next commitment, um, that leaves OSU with one spot left in its 2019 class. Is that correct? It'll be two, but two, they're going, they're going after, they're going after pretty heavily, uh, Sony Fanoa. Yeah. I don't know how to say defensive end Juco. Yep. Yep. Um, so I don't know what they do with that final two spots with those final two spots. I think Sony is like the, the ideal fit just because defensive tackle is a little bit, um, depleted because Darian leaving and they got Trey Carter leaving. And I do think that, um, a running back is, is potentially something that OSU would consider. I've heard that, uh, UCLA running back Brandon Stevens, is uh is one to keep an eye on now do you know anything about brandon stevens he's not a a huge name um player i mean at ucla he was like semi-productive but he's transferring he's from plano um do you know anything about him at all yeah i think what happened at ucla i think in 17 he was kind of the back, one of the backup running backs, getting some carries, getting some action. Right. And then this past season, he basically was only on special teams. Okay. So he decided to tra- – I, I think that that's the main reason he decided to transfer. It just looked like he kind of got pushed out of the depth chart. Former three-star recruit. had Has a pretty impressive offer list. You know, yeah, obviously that. UCLA, Stanford, Bama, Colorado, Florida. But – He's kind of like a lankier guy. He could probably put on a little bit of weight. Yeah. Um, it's like six foot two hundred, but he's got some speeds, got some agility. I, I think he's got the potential of getting the weight room with Rob Glass and turning into more of a JD King type back, which yeah. I know the I know the Pokes would like, especially if you know Desmond Jackson doesn't turn out doesn't you know come to fruition and DeAndre Glass goes somewhere else. He might be somebody that could slot into that role to share carries with LD and Chuba. But I think it'd be a nice get if they do get glass. I'm not really sure where he fits, but if he thinks he can come in and compete might as well. But, um, he'll obviously have to sit out a year if he transfers. So, because I I don't think he's going to graduate and transfer. Right. Uh, I don't know. I, I he's only a, he's only a junior. Yeah. Well, uh, it's, it's possible. I so think, it, it just be actually in fact it looks like he is a grad transfer okay so he will be yeah so yeah so that could be somebody that could come in and just yeah. slot into the running back room right away but I, I was watching some film on him when we were talking about it earlier and he's he's pretty talented um yeah. he would def i definitely think the poke should take him if he wants to come there because no hurt in having more talent right 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I do think, you know, kind of my gut tells me that Stevens is a fallback plan for if, if Glass decides he wants to go to North Texas State or like, you know, wherever. Um, <laughs> I, just, I, don't, I don't see them taking Desmond Jackson, DeAndre Glass, and Brandon Stevens at running back. I mean, you just look at the numbers and who they're who they're losing and who they have coming back. It just it wouldn't make sense for them to add a scholarship at running back unless they um uh, they just wouldn't do that. So, I think Stevens is is an option that uh that I I've, I've been told that they're exploring and in my opinion, I think he's probably like their their fallback option if DeAndre Glass goes elsewhere, but it looks like they're not gonna have to worry about it, in my opinion. I think I think they'll probably end up landing glass next week, which will be really interesting. Yeah, it'll be awesome. I'll uh, I'll give out a yell from my desk. Let's go. <laughs> you need to do a Facebook live from your desk. <laughs> Let's go. That'll be pretty awesome. Uh, so Oklahoma State's in the running for a few 2020 recruits. Um, we're gonna talk about Mookie Cooper. Zachary Evans and Damian George right after this ad read. Um, so once again, you may have heard the news that there is a new tax bill in town. Uh, but do you know how it affects you when you're filing your taxes this year? Angel, Johnson, and Blasting Game does. They have a firm of 10 CPAs and 22 total employees. It's one of the largest in central Oklahoma, and they have been hard at work calculating how these new changes will affect hardworking cowboys just like yourself, Ragu. So feel free to give Cameron or Evan a call at 405-224-6363. Again, that's 405-224-6363. Or visit their website, ajb-cpas.com. Uh, so Mookie Cooper, how, how, in are, are, how in on Mookie Cooper are you? I really like Mookie Cooper. He's awesome. Um, he's smaller guy listed, I think, 24-7 has him at 5'9", rivals at 5'10". Yeah. I want to say I saw some articles from last year, though, that had him listed at like 5'7". So either he grew or the pro the pro his listing in the programs has grown to uh, boost his recruiting stock a little bit. But he's kind of a Tavon Austin, Dexter McCluster type guy, just a speedster, can play running back, can play the slot. He's got good hands. He's a track guy. But – he would be somebody that could come in and really, really be a big play threat for Oklahoma State. I, I would think they would want him to come in and play inside receiver. He yeah, might be so. a little small to play running back mm-hmm. at the uh, at the Big 12 level. But he has Oklahoma State in his top 10. He released it on Christmas Eve. Um, I think I originally I think he was looking to announce in early spring of yeah. 2019. Yep. But now I. Well, I saw something recently where he might wait until middle toward to end of his senior season. Yeah, of course. To commit, so that might be you know next year's early signing period, or maybe even after. Do something like DeAndre Glass did, do it yeah. in one of the uh, All American games. But I'm really high on him. Um, he's a solid player. His highlight videos are insane. Yeah, so, he, he, his uh, his tape is is pretty unreal. Um, the only thing that concerns me, he's five foot nine, hundred and eighty pounds. Is what he's listed at. Um, I feel like that's small. He's listed yeah. as a as a running back slash receiver slash athlete. Um, Tyree think, Kill's small. Yeah, and that's that's what Kyle Porter wrote about um, him. I guess on the week of Christmas was just you know he's he's got a little bit of Tyreek in him where he's he's so fast and 
um, so agile and so quick that at that point it doesn't really matter. Like if you're like five two or six eight, like if you've got that speed and you can get away from people, um, it, it translates. So I like Cooper for that reason. I think he would be a solid get. Um, but kind of, I guess my parting shot would be good luck out recruiting OU, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, Texas. <laughs> Um, I, f- I feel like he's probably a long shot, but he's from St. Louis. So maybe. Yeah. I, I know that, uh, Kyle noted this in his post, but I know that Illinois was in on him really early and mm-hmm. he has some kind of connection there to the coaching staff. So that, Sketchy. I think they're a like kind of dark horse to watch for him too. But yeah, I, I don't think he ends up at Oklahoma state, but we're in the top 10. So can't completely count him out. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I'm I'm all in on the next running back we're going to talk about, Zachary Evans. Um, he also put OSU in his, in his top list this weekend. Um, he, he dropped a top 11, which is a significant improvement from his last top schools, which was a <laughs> top 25, which is a total joke. Um, I think when he dropped his top 25, he had like 27 offers. So like he just like pretty much said – he dropped two of his schools and said, this is my top schools. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> he, he caught a lot of flack for that. I'm like, yeah, you're anyways. Um, I guess he can do whatever he wants. He's the number two recruit in the 2020 class, five-star kid out of, uh, out of Texas. Um, he, he just looks like a man among boys. When you watch his tape, what did, uh, what stood out to you about, about Zachary? He looks like the best running back of all time in his tape. <laughs> <laughs> you have some uh, Adrian Peterson flashbacks. Well, he he really. I know I've said this about some other guys, but he really can do it all. Yeah, he wants to. He wants to truck people. He mm-hmm. wants contact. He's physical, but he also has insane lateral quickness. Some of the moves he was pulling reminded me of Justice Hill jump cuts. I mean, he's hurdling guys, which I guess everybody's doing now. But except, I mean, you have to have the talent to be able to do it. He took, there was one play I was watching where it was an option out to the left. The quarterback held onto the ball for too long. It's getting spun around, tackled, decided to still pitch it back to him. The ball goes on the ground. He picks it up, runs completely back the other way, and scores a touchdown from like 40 yards out. Yeah. So he probably ran like a total of like 100 yards. And... <laughs> It, it was just insane. His team actually knocked out DeAndre Glass's team from the playoffs, North Jeez. Shore. Yep. Um, but he, like you said, he's the number one rated running back in the country. And I know some people on the site hate talking about recruiting rankings in the comments, but this wow, guy's rated number it. one because he is the best. He might be the best running back, like I said, of all time. He might of maybe just time. give him the Heisman. <laughs> But no, in all seriousness, this guy's really good. I think he's going to Texas. I don't think Oklahoma. I think they have less of a shot with Evans than they do with Cooper. But yeah, it is it is pretty cool to be in the top eleven. I know some people are probably going to get on to me for saying that, but this dude's literally one of the best players in the whole country. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. And uh, more promising news: his uh, offensive tackle, Damian George, kid out of North Shore. Also listed OSU in his top schools this weekend. Um, that seems to bode well. Now, 
a lot of times we hype up this package duo thing and and maybe overhype it and say this this could actually happen. I definitely think this could actually happen. However, I would say that the chances of them both coming to OSU um, are probably somewhere in the negative range. Like I think there's zero chance Zachary Evans comes to Oklahoma State. I think yeah. there's a slightly higher chance that Damian George comes just because uh, Josh Henson, if he's still on staff when, when Damian ends up signing, like he will have been in contact with George for like three years, almost four years. Yeah. So um, I feel like that actually matters. And Henson is a, is obviously an ace recruiter. He has um, a lot of honors and, uh, and awards to back that up. Um, that would be a nice get. I mean, you just you pitch, pitch it to Evans and George and say, Hey, you know, you if you you guys like playing with one another, George, you like plowing holes for Evans. Uh, why don't you come do it in Stillwater? I I like the pitch. I think it's pretty ste- seamless. But um, coming from North Shore, I just I, I think the chances are pretty high that they stick with either Texas, Texas A and M, one of those guys. Because some of the, most of the blue blood kids that come out of out of Texas um, end up staying in Texas. So right. that's uh that's my pessimistic view of how I see it playing out. No, I I, I think I mean it is pessimistic. You're right, but it's I think it's true. So <laughs> yeah, I don't think I, I think it's realistic. But George, if you want a good laugh, go watch George's highlight tapes because they are absolutely hilarious. He's six <laughs> seven, like almost three hundred fifty pounds. Yeah, and his highlight tapes just consist of him taking whoever is in front of them and slamming them into the ground for a pancake. It's hilarious. literally it's there's one it's 3 minutes long and every single block is a pancake. There's actually a couple of times he gets up to the second level and then pancakes a linebacker, which that's pretty impressive because he's actually kind of quick for how big he is. But <laughs> it's it's pretty it's pretty insane. He's doing this at what? The highest level of Texas football. So, um that makes it even more impressive, but to get George and Evans would be like insane like the biggest recruiting duo to ever come to oklahoma state yeah but hey you're um, sleeping on tylen and tracing bro true 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 (laughs) superman and batman yeah i can't or caleb and keelan let's go (laughs) those are our guys those are are uh, my sons (laughs) (laughs) but yeah if if they were to get them that would be insane i I don't think it's gonna happen yeah i don't Uh, either like you said i think it's a long shot I, I am interested, though, in some of these guys like Cooper, uh, Mookie Cooper, and Marvin Mims, who they recently extended an offer to yeah, because of their position at wide receiver. Yeah. And, you know, we've been getting guys like Colin Wallace, C.J. Moore, um, Langston Anderson. I think those are a little bit more realistic because these wide, these high school receivers see Oklahoma State you know, the the numbers that these receivers put up, like Washington, Wallace, you know, going back to James Blackman, Dez, the Bolitno Cup Awards, everything like that. So I just think the four-star receiver is a little bit more realistic than the running back and offensive tackle. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, it, it all, honestly, it depends on what, uh, what OU does, what Texas does, what Bama does, what Penn State does. Um, more than what OSU is able to do. Like, you know, OSU could could end up landing some of these high-profile guys, but there's a pecking order in recruiting and in college football, and um, it it is kind of how that how that usually goes. I mean, you know, the, the DeAndre glasses of the world that end up falling to Oklahoma State 
are actually like kind of rare. You know, if they end up saying they want to go to Alabama, if Alabama takes, I mean, if Alabama decides that they want to take him, he'd be, he'd probably be committed to Alabama right now. That's just kind of right. how it is. So, yeah, um, we'll be interesting to follow. I mean, Zachary Evans and Damian George, uh, Mookie Cooper are at least several months away from committing probably. So there's a lot that can happen between now and then and, and whenever they end up deciding. I think the earliest they could sign is in uh, this this next December. So basically a year away. Um, a lot can happen between now and then, so we'll keep an eye on it. But some names for the listeners to uh, to keep an eye on will be interesting, and I'm sure we'll be following along on the website. Um, should be interesting at least. Makes, yeah. a, makes yeah. for some good uh, blog fodder for sure. It definitely does. Yes. Well. Yeah, well, all I got here is go Pokes. Hopefully they can uh, finish off strong in the second half. They're still up right now. I know. Yeah, we need to we need to do a, a breaking podcast after this. OSU wins <laughs> its first and only Big 12 conference game of the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see if they hang on. So, all right, everyone, that's it for this week's podcast. Be sure to rate, Subscribe and leave some nice comments in iTunes or wherever gets your podcast. Um, thanks for listening, and we will be back later this week, I do believe. Is that right, Ragu? Yeah, we're going to try to do another one. Yeah, that's the plan. So thanks for sticking with us, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Ragu. See ya.